Hello, everyone. Welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute on the third annual Evidence-Based Reimbursement Summit, which runs from November 17th to 19th in Bethesda, Maryland. My name is Amid Zand, and I'm an associate conference producer at Cambridge Health Tech Institute. Today, I'm speaking to Dr. Gregory Hess, one of our speakers at the conference. As Executive Vice President and Chief Clinical Informatics Officer, Greg's responsibilities include management of the data strategy and transformation team at Symphony Health Solutions. Greg is currently a practicing emergency medicine physician, and his background includes roles as a faculty member at Drexel University, staff member of President George W. Bush's team, and chief medical officer and vice president for health economics and outcomes research at SDI. In addition to previously holding senior management positions at two leading pharmaceutical manufacturers, Dr. Hess most recently served as chief medical officer, global health economics and outcomes research at IMS Health. In this conference, Dr. Hess will be speaking at a track titled The Health Economics of Personalized Genomic Medicine, which is focused on measuring the impact of novel genomic technologies and supporting innovation in this field. Well, Dr. Hess, thank you for joining us today. Yes, my pleasure. I'm going to start with the first question, and it's a very uh, broad question. And, you know, it's a question that's been on our minds, and you're probably the best person in the industry to answer this question. We all know that the adoption of personalized genomic medicine has been slowed down, mostly because of the reimbursement difficulties. So I would like to know what your projections are for the future, and do you think this issue will be resolved? Uh, Sure. I think that it will be resolved. My projection would be that seeing the forces in the marketplace today, I think that those will help to accelerate the uptake, the genomic utilization over time. And in particular, we've seen that there's a growing transparency in a way created part of the issue, as we know, around the reimbursement coding. Stacked codes were unstacked in a sense, became more transparent as to what some of those specific tests were. And at the same time, uh, the payers were not comfortable paying for those tests once they realized what they were, simply in part because they're not as familiar to them, they're moving quickly, they were uncertain of really the value of those tests. I think as we're changing the models in the marketplace now that the payers increasingly are going to become the patients or the consumers as they're referred to many times, we'll see that as one of the factors. And as they can see the transparency, they themselves will help to judge the value of this test, either as being, in a sense, cost-effective or cost-savings. That'll be one of the primary drivers of it, is the change in payers and the change in transparency. The other is that we're going to see the evolution of new models that'll help, again, to drive the uptake of these types of tests. If we look back, some of the more successful, novel types of programs have been the risk-sharing programs that have come about where rather than paying simply on a fee-for-service basis for the test, we've seen groups take on novel approaches where they've said, we will share the risk of enabling this test. However, we want to see a result. We want to see an outcome as a result of this test. As we see more of those types of models and perhaps other ones that haven't even been conceived of today, those will help to drive the uptake of molecular and diagnostic testing, including genomic health. So you think that the payers will be willing to pay for these pharmacogenetic and pharmacogenomic testings? I think they will. Again, the key piece is if they see value in them. And the value, just to delve on that a bit more, I don't think will have to be as rigorous in some cases as, for example, one might imagine with a drug where one is looking for a double-blind, randomized, controlled trial prospectively conducted. In other words, as the body of evidence gains momentum and more depth and breadth, 
and becomes more and more evident, whether that's through retrospective analyses or perhaps prospective analyses, and ultimately in the new ACA and ACO environment to see that the outcomes actually change, then people will see the value and people will be willing to pay for that value. On the flip side, of course, if a test isn't able to demonstrate value, it's simply a nice to have or doesn't have enough timeliness or enough certainty to really help drive a difference in care, those tests will not have uptake. It'll be much more in a sense of a competitive outcomes-driven model. Well, we're certainly excited about our upcoming conference and certainly very happy that you'll be presenting at this summit. So thank you very much for that. What are you looking forward to the most at this event as an attendee and also as a presenter? Very much looking forward to really two primary pieces. One is the discussion with the audience. I found it an excellent form in that the size is usually moderate, which allows for more conversation and Q&A and discussion because many of the attendees in the audience are going to be experts in their own environment. So I think that itself will help and certainly benefit me personally, and I think benefit the remainder of the audience as well to hear that type of dialogue. Secondly, the other presenters themselves, of course, have deep expertise in very complementary areas of the overall theme. So in a sense, almost as the pieces of a puzzle come together through the various presentations, we'll all come away with a much uh, broader but also deeper understanding of genomic health and the related issues and where this field is moving. That was Dr. Hess, Executive Vice President and Chief Clinical Informatics Officer at Symphony Health Solutions. He will be speaking on Monday, November 17th, and his talk will be focused on the growth of the pharmacogenetic guided interventions and the future trends of this field. If you would like to hear him in person, go to www.healthtech.com and look under our upcoming conferences to find registration information for Evidence-Based Reimbursement Summit and enter the key code podcast. My name is Amit Zand, Associate Conference Producer at C. Thank you for listening.